It's a good show. Hey, race fans. Yeah. Welcome to Whiting Wongs. This is Jessica Gao. This is Dan Harmon. And you're about to listen to episode three. This is a podcast where we have an honest, if awkward, uh, and repetitive rambling conversation about race, writing. And sometimes gender. Gender, probably a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I'm just anticipating that we're recording this on the on the on the dawn of like a 20 year uh, uh, actual gender war, like like because of what's going on in the news right now. But um, that's why I said probably a lot. Anyways, what's this episode? It's what are we doing? It we talk about we talk about Confederate. Oh right, the Confederate thing on HBO. Yeah, and we talk about uh, who is allowed to or should tell stories. And this is an episode where where we I start trying to do a uh, a theme song. Yeah. It's also there's a thing I wanted to edit out where I like try to improvise a uh, Chinese movie, and it is there's no irony to it to the racism. <laughs> I just immediately mention rice. Um, <laughs> I can't undercut that enough. But uh, I, I, yeah, I, um, but but I like it because I have an epiphany in this one. I won't I won't mm-hmm. spoil it. Yeah. I, I, nor, nor will it make any sense to you, but it made sense to me, my epiphany. I was excited. And that's what I hope keeps happening. I hope it keeps changing and moving forward, like that there's new like little synapses in uh, in our brains. I hope Jessica becomes more white and racist as as the – That's my ultimate goal. And that I slowly become more um, shrewd, uh, calculating, um, Yeah, there's inscrutable. a finite amount of racism and enlightenment in this room, and so the levels are going to keep shifting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to build a wall of friendship between us that you can see from outer space. So enjoy. Waiting Wongs is easy when you have friends that sounded racist. This song should end. Welcome back to Waiting Wongs. I assume this isn't the kind of podcast that you just click on the third episode of. Maybe you do. (laughs) <laughs> if you did, I'm Dan Harmon, and this is Jessica Gao, and we're TV writers with no qualifications whatsoever, no degrees. Uh, we're not uh, politicians or uh, psychologists or ethnographers. I do have a fine arts degree. Um, I want that to be well heard. I dropped out of Marquette University in my uh, freshman year uh, to pursue bad improv and stand-up and uh, failed my way upward, buoyed by white privilege to a, <laughs> a, 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 a position of, of, of unstoppable power. Uh, you've probably encountered many of my hit uh, uh, content. Um, I, am, I'm, I have efficacy and, and, and the ability to change the future for all people of color uh, from my... <laughs> My throne of white ivory, <laughs> ivory white bones. The third episode is the perfect time to give that speech <laughs> and to give kind of a truncated resume. And Jessica is a writer from Rick that I met on Rick and Morty. That we did the Pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty, and we it it, it wove into a or the you know because we were working together at the, for that, that 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 intense amount of time, uh, and we started having conversations about um, just you know this shit. Uh, uh, how are you? Why, why, uh, what's racist and what's not racist? Maybe to put <laughs> a nice fine point on it, and 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 with a, maybe a little bit of emphasis on like how to how do writers, comedy writers, TV writers, like uh, what are we supposed to do about it? What are we supposed to be thinking? What's 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 white and what's wrong about? <laughs> that's the that's the that's a good summation. 
And I've been thinking about, we're banking these episodes, so you probably have already heard our amazing theme song, but this is the episode where I'm going to come up with it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, the rest of this episode is just going to be Dan trying to come up with the theme song. Because I got I got my garage band out, so I've just, and I pulled up this instrument that to me, because I'm white, sounded Asian-y enough, because it was just called World. Uh, this instrument. <laughs> the instrument is called world. Well, it's like that. It's like you got a choice between guitar, piano, drum, and, and then world. World, and it's like a picture of like a weird sitar kind of thing, <laughs> and and there's like sub options or something. And I was just like, I don't know. This sounded a little. This this sounded a little exotic. So I thought maybe okay. Let's see. Waiting Wongs is better when you with a friend. Waiting Wongs is better. Lack of racism to the end. Jessica and Harmon <laughs> talking about race. Waiting Wongs is better if you're aware of different colored faces. <laughs> Something like, well, well, it's a work in progress. Okay. That was beautiful. Yeah. And a really good encapsulation of what we're trying to do here. As I recall, at the end of our last episode, we started talking about this uh, show. What's it called? Confederate, Confederate on HBO. All right. So, yeah, the only thing I wanted to say about that was, well, okay, um, like, I understand, I completely understand, and I know you're sick of hearing white people say, I understand, because you know a big butt is coming and, and, and whatever, but that's not how I mean this. Let's just have this conversation. Like, I, 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 I get, I feel like I can get, like, okay, bad timing. <laughs> like, if, you're, if your conceit is, what if the South won the Civil War? But, like, I'm not quite connecting. Like, I think the thing that panics a lot of the people uh, that are um, maybe, the, you know, they're not just drooling idiots and they're maybe not out and out racist, nor are they even totally ignorant. But at the same time, they're like such huge fans of like entertainment, art, comedy whatever it is that they're 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 they that they love that they use to escape from the fucking horrible shitty joyless troubles of the world that they that they get bummed out when those short joyless shitty like political things start uh having more of a say than their just simple tv loving brain has in what tv gets created and how that tv gets created and I think that this is this couldn't be a, a better, bigger, brighter example because it's like we have this show called Handmaid's Tale that we're all enjoying because it's asking the question, what if the patriarchy was so in charge that it was just fucking plain and simple, truly as hard to be a woman as it sometimes feels, but in a real concrete way, like all women are just baby farms and they don't have any rights and blah, blah, blah. And we're exploring that and we're having fun in that narrative. And obviously no one said when that show was greenlit, uh, oh, this is an awful time for for that show. This is a terrible time because women are. It, 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 it's too. It's too true. It's too on the nose and all this stuff. It's stuff that you were saying about Confederate. So, I don't know. How, how do you respond to to that area of my white bumbling? 
I don't think it's I don't think it's just about timing. I mean, the whole timing issue is I think that Handmaid's Tale it's perfect timing, but for something like Confederate, for, the first question is who is the show for? Because this show is not being made for black people to watch, you know, like this. Who is the show for and why are you making it? Because really, it just seems like it's alt-right porn. It's Uh like racist porn. And like how many times like it's not even a good fictional work because it's not like institutionalized and systemic racism is gone. We're not in a post-racial society. So you're basically just saying, what if racism is is more right now you know like we're i mean we're living in a world where there's like open nazi rallies it's still kind of a i mean still my my and i look i'm one of the things i'm gonna become a big fan of saying is like i i'm not i i don't indulge with i'm so fucking sick of equivalence arguments and slippery slope arguments and all this any kind of fucking argument about what feels wrong to people um, and I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be cast in the role of like f- apologist for the status quo in this show. Like we're going to have point and counterpoint. I think we're both liberal people, and I'm. I'm a. I'm. I'm. I'm a tumbleweed that's going to blow in the direction of progress. And I. But. But I will sometimes play the devil's advocate because I. Because I. Because I don't want to walk around with unanswered questions. I just want to know the answers to them. So. I, I don't know why I had to like qualify everything. <laughs> but, yeah, the, but, this is an honest conversation. But I'm just saying, like, so, but yeah, because when I hear myself say, actually, and but what about and all this crap, like, I'm just like, well, I don't want this to, like, I'm not going to be passionate about taking that point. But this is a case where I just genuinely, without being a dick, like, if I was doing this to you on Twitter, I'd be, I'd be sea lioning you. I, 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 I'm just want, I just, I'm very, I just want to know, like, so, okay, so where does this if we can get to a point where I can understand how this is different than Handmaid's Tale, because it's like, it, 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 is it, is it in the, is it, does it have something to do possibly with the idea that the creators of Game of Thrones, whose names are all over this thing, are two white dudes? Yeah, absolutely. It has everything to do with that because, uh, so if it like was, I, if it, we can entertain the hypothesis of if it was, if it was like a prominent, like, or, or, or fuck it, like out of the blue, we don't, we don't know him from Adam, but it's like a, a black woman and a black man and they're writing partners and they've created this show called Confederate. We would, we would, we would be, we wouldn't fucking boo it down. Right. For sure. Yeah. But I also think that you'd have a hard time finding a uh, prominent black writers who like this would be the project they want right, to make. Yeah. You know? I do find it hard to imagine yeah. that they'd be like, you know what? Let's dig into <laughs> yeah. that. Let's let's why don't I dedicate five to seven years of my life to depictions of like right. horrendous torture of my people on screen. Like that sounds like a real good use of my decade. Like I, I th- what was amazing was two weeks after all this Confederate stuff went down that Amazon did the most amazing mic drop and announced that they did you hear about this? They mm-hmm. announced that they were doing a show um, where it was with uh, Will Packer and Aaron McGruder of Boondocks fame. And uh, it was going to be, it it is going to be uh, a show where it's a fictionalized, like alternate history where um, post-Civil War um, slaves were, former slaves were paid reparations and they were able to build up actually their own country (laughs) that's, that runs along America and that they were able to build up their own nation um that you know 
went through like a hundred years of history like and within the borders of the u.s or like a Liberian, yeah like a, like a like, piece i as i understand it it's like you know a slice of america okay. is like a, a separate country now and so they're kind of and it's so you're fading in on a world that has like all these weird like um yeah. f- political kind of like tap dances to do with like a an equal but separate black population yeah and also what would that look like because that's very interesting like what would that look like like that truly is like fiction then you know right. and an all a good use of like alternate timelines because here's the here's my question is how come white dudes love love like what would happen if you know if the south won like that's always a thing and wow, it's like wait a minute where is that a thing? <laughs> i feel like that's always a, why i don't see any white dudes uh coming up with a world where uh where slaves were after the civil war the slaves were given reparations and they were able to form their own country like you know why right. is it always well, okay? Well, you're, I think like, like I, I sometimes I, I have to like pull your shirt and hold you back, like because I'm I'm yeah. I'm slower and still focused on this on this on this previous thing because I just want to put like a ribbon on it. These the 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 Game of Thrones guys, um, like they're they're white dudes. If they had pitched this Magruder project, now I know Magruder is black, is the other person yeah black. So you know, like if for some fucking weird reason. Aaron Magruder, who I've met and love, like, 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 why did I have to say that? I've met the Game of Thrones <laughs> guys too. Um, the, the, but, um, like, if, if for some reason he was like a history buff that was like, and he wanted to make a point as the creator of, as the author of Handmaid's Tale did, like, by exploring, we, we wouldn't, we, like, it's a pretty easy yes. Like, we wouldn't have any fucking problem with it, right? We wouldn't pick it Aaron Magruder's house and say we heard about your hbo pitch how dare you go there like what like, like that's i'm not trying to uh, i mean I'm, again gotcha we're, we're coming into yeah but again we have to then come back to the question of power you know like there is there's ultimately like this this is the same answer that i would give anyone who talks about reverse racism which is that ultimately it comes down to an imbalance of power like who is in power in this in the system and by system i mean america you know hollywood like right. who isn't who is in power and i mean my real problem with confederate is that uh i i just feel like there is this in- sense of entitlement that every story belongs to them and no like the answer is no like not every story belongs to you you can't tell every single story you want to tell some stories don't belong to you mm-hmm. yeah and i yeah I, really no argument i think i'm just trying i'm just trying to put like a pinpoint on like what the i don't even want to use the word crime it's like what the faux pas what the what the uh, allergy is the allergy is to uh t- two guys whose race is a known quantity they're white they've had their hit like by adapting this novel about a fictional universe they can tell any story they want and the thing that is bumping and grinding people is that it is it's it's a combination of the fact that they're white and that this is not an area that that white uh showrunners should go people are saying like can you not can you not go tap dancing through that pottery barn uh, it's, it's it's like like if anyone's if it's a fun place to tap dance maybe that's a bad metaphor now that i think of it um <laughs> the, but if it's a fun place to go dancing and, and swinging your arms um we'll know that it's a fun place to go dancing and swinging your arms because 
a Native American woman will 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 want to write it, or a or a or an Eskimo, or a, is that even a word now? The, an, <laughs> an, an Inuit uh, a person, or a, or a or a or a just anybody but but you guys and the silhouette you cut. That it, right? I mean, that's what yeah, we're saying. Yeah, kind of. Like, I mean, basically, it's basically saying like, look, dude, like you don't get to tell every story that you want to tell. You don't own every story, and sometimes they're like. I think that's the problem is that white guys have been in power for from day one from the day they're born they're the they're the they're always in power they're in the position of power and very few things are off limits to them and so i think that it's very new and jarring when there's backlash and they're told no something doesn't belong to you you know and there are stories that don't belong to you as a white guy and you have to respect that and i think that's really what the majority it's like let people of color tell their own stories like i don't think those guys are going to do a better job of telling the story of of black people's struggles than a black person now forgive my ignorance but uh is this show on yet is no. it has it been made no but and, and that's an argument that people make which is like hey like judge it when you see it but what i'm saying is this is not a story that belongs to them so that's moot like i don't care they could be the most beautifully shot show but it's not their story to tell. And I would feel that way if they wanted to, if they wrote a show about the struggles of like Chinese immigrants, like I would be like, what the fuck dude? Right. Like there's no, you can do all the research you want, but you'll never know what it's like to be that person. I want to, I, I have a spec script that I, I haven't <laughs> let you read yet about a Chinese immigrant. I would love nothing more than, than to it's read your spec with script. This, this score. <laughs> oh, my heart it's there's a voiceover <laughs> my heart is like the lotus in the rice no you don't want to say rice <laughs> this is all in your script where well, it's, you, it's, you it's, argue you with fa- yourself fa- yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't say rice uh, my heart belongs to Chun Fat <laughs> but he is gone at war now with the Japanese I hope he comes home soon. And then there's a, a woman, and she's walking through a field. And um, there's the rest is just like dialogue. I mean, at what between point her do they and become like a, immigrants, though? She comes. She comes, she finds out. She gets a telegram. She gets a telegram. Oh, you want me to flip ahead to page twenty? <laughs> ching 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 ching. Oh god, that's, that's an unfortunate. The, that's that's, the that's a bell. It's a bell. Flipping. It's a bell. It's a bell on a bicycle. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, uh, uh, telegram. Uh, oh, God. Key change. <laughs> He's dead. How do I stay poor in China? Why would she want to stay poor in China? She can't. <laughs> the poor are eaten here. But My why? soul is dead. <laughs> Look, I didn't do a lot of research. I'm just a, I'm a white guy. All stories are my stories. And then it cuts to like this um and then it and then it and then it and then it cuts to the Statue of Liberty and it's like fucking awesome. So that means she traveled from China across America to go to New York instead of <laughs> instead of California. Yes. <laughs> I thought a, a bold move on her part. Yeah. What do all Chinese immigrants have to just live in Portland? 
Vancouver or San Francisco. Uh, anyways, maybe we'll edit that out. I <laughs> no, I think there's we a couple things I didn't like about it. it. I don't like the rice part. <laughs> I don't like that that was in the riff. It makes an easy target. But you corrected. <sighs> I wa- within the script itself, you corrected that. I want this podcast to be a place where I'm free to kind of blunder around, but I don't want that to be mistaken for me thinking that, you know, whatever. Like, uh, you know, the the amount of anxiety I feel when we sit down to do this podcast is all the reason we need to do this podcast. Because I'm like, you you have all this shit that you're able to, like, elocute um, and... Um, and valid or invalid it's like the fact that like yeah there's all this like there's all this like friction and distance like in our heads when we're talking about this stuff because it uh, but so 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 so, i don't know we'll edit that out too because all i did was just explain the point of conversation Um, (laughs) i like it when you mansplain to yourself (laughs) the i i I, my girlfriend it's it's called dansplaining now because i i've i don't i I don't even give a shit about like i i transcend uh all gender and and race like i i just explain everything to to myself and everyone um all right, so I got it. I, I think, I think we're, we're just talking about a party foul is what we're talking about with these Game of Thrones guys. But the, one more thing. I don't want to pick this nit until it's boring. But one of the things that happens when we have these arguments uh, as a nation, as an industry, whatever, is I feel like we're all, we, it's possible to talk about eight different things at once because um, – there is no it's like you might have somebody like that is basically saying without saying it or maybe they're saying it don't let them make this show or don't let them release this show someone might be saying hbo i'm gonna unsubscribe if you make the mistake of letting this show happen someone else at the exact same time might be in complete agreement with that person about how awkward and ridiculous it is an idea for these guys to make this show well simultaneously only saying i don't give a fuck if they make it or not let the free market like 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 bear out and those two end up having an argument about basically uh you know well, you don't even know what the fuck you're arguing about because it's like we, we we're pushing these buttons in each other it, it, because there's so much shit to argue about because it's like okay so say that person was like like oh let let them let hbo make the show i i think i could say that your argument might be well no don't let them make it because you that's money and real estate and time and energy and actors and and just resources that shouldn't be wasted on this show we should birth control this show not let it miscarry forgive my metaphor yes i i yes that's that is what i think did you like my metaphor, though? I did. That was wonderful. As a woman? You know, as a woman, it helped me understand, because I don't think I would have understood it in any other way. Thank you. <laughs> you know, the thing about women is they love <laughs> metaphors. <laughs> That's really interesting. And if you really want to sweeten the kitty for their love of metaphor, go go for birth. I always do it. When I'm talking to a woman, I want her to understand That's stuff. the one thing that I'm like, imagine every woman understands. with yes. this conversation. Of course. And then it carrying it for... All right. The, but the... Um, uh, so, so... 
Yeah, it's what I'm saying is it is a bummer. It's a bummer that it had to go through multiple levels and multiple levels of people were like, yeah, this sounds great. This is a great idea. It's a bummer that those two guys could literally make anything, get anything greenlit right now. Mm-hmm. And that's what they chose to do. Right. And it's a bummer that so much money resources like manpower is going to go into this and it could have gone to some other cool project it could have gone to if this is if for some weird reason this was the story that hbo wanted to be told they could have given it to two showrunners and creators of color to give their take on it you know and they didn't like every step of the way it's just sad because when you think about the scope and how and the and the steps and the levels that this had to have gone through, you're like nobody at any of those levels either thought or said anything. I'm I really am curious about that, and I I, I don't know. Shit, that's my ice machine in the lounge. We've been displaced because <laughs> I have an Asian on my show <laughs> into the lounge at Starburns. Um, this is Starburns' Asian policy. We're not allowed it's... anymore because of some things that were said. <laughs> Starburns still adheres to the Chinese Exclusion Act. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, someone brought opium into the recording booth last week is all I heard. Um, by the way, did you know that there that is one of the reasons why, you know, the stereotype of like Chinese people always opening restaurants and like dry cleaners and stuff like that. Like there's mm-hmm. an actual ba- historical basis to why that happened. Mm-hmm. It's because like the uh because of like the anti-chinese sentiment in america during like the wild west times um there were actually laws that prevented chinese people from like owning like certain Mm -hmm. businesses and basically the only kinds of businesses that they could get into were restaurant and laundry because those were women's work that was women's work and that was how they emasculated chinese men and that's those were like the only businesses that like Chinese people could get into and um, and that's why it proliferated and then it became this lovely stereotype. It seems to be like an American tradition, this sort of like uh, hazing of the new immigrant and because I've uh, the, the, the and, and look how lucky Jewish people were because that what I had heard from Jewish people, so don't so take it up with the Jew, these yeah. fictitious, to them. hypothetical Talk Jewish to them people. about my ignorance. <laughs> um, but I, what, what I heard, I don't, I, you know, it's just like, I, I, if this is inaccurate, then fucking like, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. But because I just heard it in casual conversation, but I, it, it resonates um, that uh, in the olden times, uh, the, 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 that um, when movies, when movie making was first happening, it was considered very low shitty like 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 pornographic not not literally pornographic but like you know right, it's, I mean? like, an ex- it's an extension of vaudeville basically yeah that it was like low art and the, and the, and so that um that's a reason why uh for the for the um just trying to use my words carefully when i i shouldn't have to but just, you know just that i that that connection between the jewish uh, uh tribe and the entertainment industry is because uh and and also shit like the you know the garment district and the jewel the 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 gem like uh sure the, the, shit like that's all because like there were points in history where those things were the only things you were allowed to do they were they were your only recourse to empowerment as a specific uh demographic that's what i had heard from someone and that's as good as reading it in in the library yeah, <laughs> yeah and we got fucking restaurants 
and some exactly. laundry. That's a kind of a bum break. <laughs> uh, you know, but I think now that I think of it as a, the, the source is actually like probably one of the it's it's, it's my it's my very academic um, ex girlfriend. Um, who I, I won't, I won't shame by naming cause I'll just mangle all her very studious stuff. But she was, she was a very insightful person. This, this, this woman I dated who she, she explained why, like, you know, she would, she would just go like, you know why all casting directors are usually women. And then she'd tell me some old Hollywood fact that it would blow my mind and then I'd forget. But, um, uh, she told, she told me that. And then another thing that she told me was have you ever noticed in movies that asian women are used to when you want to have a character who kind of a male white character who falls from grace like he can and he's already in love with a pretty white woman back home like it's 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 a it's a shortcut to like oh he he his life fell apart and he if that includes him becoming um promiscuous and it's just with asian women it's it's if some- you're asking if my pussy has healing powers the answer is yes oh no no i wasn't going there i'm sure it does but the, the, the i'm sure it does the, the, <laughs> the, the no i mean that it's not it's not full um adultery oh i see that, it, that it's like like asian there's a tradition it's with almost asian women like, is like, like sex he, bots yeah 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 like he went to like sex school and she like healed like the right. healing yeah it's healing yeah, the opium den where the where the white hero has fallen from from grace and yeah. he's like recovering. And she's like, but, "Hey, put it in here, right. and everything will be better." And he's like, "Yeah, I want to." Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Whatever. I thought I'd get on your good side, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and I think historically in film, like the the role of like an Asian female character is always either like sexy lotus bot, you know, hmm. or like you know, scary dragon lady. <sighs> But we didn't do it. Yeah, whatever. I mean, this is getting outside of our jurisdiction, which we don't even have. Uh, we have no jurisdiction anyway. But it's like, yeah, it's like you got that. It's like, oh, oh, the the Chinese uh, people they were uh, they were allowed or only allowed to like with the laundry and the and the whatever and um, and the Jewish people this and the Irish people that and it's like we use that then then we use that we throw that in the face of african american people and say like well everybody has to go through their uh, little <laughs> their little ups and downs and it's like that's pretty fucked up because there was nothing afforded that community at all and so that that kind of like combined with like this talking about this show which doesn't exist and we haven't seen and we i mean like aren't we shouldn't we all eat shit if it's a great fucking show that has a bunch of black writers on it who are currently digging into this thing that they knew was a minefield, that they knew was going to be jeered, and maybe didn't predict that it would happen to fall right exactly with a fucking Nazi movement and a Confederate statue controversy, but that they knew that they were going to be want, that they willingly, and that because they're like, we're the Game of Thrones guys, we'll help you shepherd this, um, and and or or it was their idea, or they were like, we'll protect you, like so that's some creator was like i kind of want to dig into this but it's fucking it's a it's a goddamn suicide mission uh on paper and they're like no 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 we'll we'll help you and then hbo's like fuck man this is gonna like we're gonna look like pieces of shit and it's gonna be awful and they're like yeah yeah but we got to do it because we can do it 
and that you know you fade in on the first episode and it, it just knocks your socks off and like somehow voices some like important dialogue that America needs to have because they have writers that happen to be people of color in the writers room who are pitching stories and developing characters and exploring scenarios that couldn't be explored in any other context and, and I mean are we ever are we are we willing to eat that shit and and instead because it's like when sorry I'm, I'm, I'm you, you you talk <laughs> well I mean well first of all no matter what the showrunners aren't black and the wh- whatever writers that they hire on the show it was not their choice to create this show well, was, well, 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 okay. Did, 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 sorry, did they create the the show though? Yes. It's, it's not like they're EPing and someone else. No, no, no. The no. Show. They created it and they're the showrunners. Okay, so they've got some passion for this, <laughs> which arena. is very weird. And uh, so, no matter what, like no matter who they hire, even if they stack their roster deep, like they're hiring people who did not who did not choose this to have the show come into existence. You know. And at the end of the day, why is it these two guys who have to tell this story? Like, if you're, if what your, if your argument is like, well, what if their team is so good that they actually make this a good show? Then why didn't that team create the show? Why is it that these two guys decided that they, this is the weird fucking like passion project that they want to do, and then they then had to rely on other people to give it authenticity? Like, tell your own fucking story, you know? Let people of color tell their own fucking story and let them choose what stories go out. Like, why does this have to be your hill to die on? Um, I would love to, and also I don't think it's, I don't think it's just because. I don't think it's tone deaf just because of the time, the timing, like that there is a Nazi rally. Like, I think that even if there wasn't a Nazi rally, I think even if Trump wasn't president right now, this is still not a good idea. Like, there's just it's just not a good idea because no matter what, this is not the story does not belong to them. And like, there's no other way for me to look at it in that sense, you know, because because all of television history is like white dudes in their 40s who have success being like now now this is the story i want to tell and then and you know hundreds of people jump to it to make sure that this story that i want to tell like comes to comes to your television screen yeah i mean it's yeah the way my the here's my brain's process if i can break down the flow chart when i hear only that information which is all the information i have i don't know i haven't seen the show i don't know anything about whether what stage of production whatever is going on i only hear i hear the headline so here's the flow chart of my brain as faithfully as i can relay it uh, uh, reward my candor um the my first thought is you eesh <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, you, as you tar- cartoonishly <laughs> tug on your collar, yeah, like I, the the hand goes to the collar, uh, and the Johnny Carson goes, oh, boy, not a good time." Um, and then, and then I guess the next uh, spot on the flowchart is like, and I shouldn't call it a flowchart because there's really no decision, uh, there's no logic gates. It's just like it's just the layers of, the, of things that are happening. To me, I go like, well, because that's such a because that's the automatic reaction. And uh, I agree with you, kind of regardless of current affairs. Really, it's just kind of an odd, such a, it's, it's a, it's a weird choice that yeah. you can't really track. Yeah. If, 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 if I would track, if, if you told me that 
Alex Haley's grandson was a screenwriter and it was a history buff and he was fascinated with the Civil War and it was a, I, I would pro- and I'd go like oh we'll we'll see if that's a good or a bad show but but I'm not confused about any of it but yeah no I do I am confused when I hear the headline um, and then I go okay and, and this may be where the breakdown happens maybe this is a this is like the c- c- clearest expression of like atomic level white privilege that we'll hear in this episode is like then this miracle happens in my brain where i go well because that sounds like such a party foul and because they created game of thrones they must have something up their sleeve there there must be something more to this I should give this more consideration. I shouldn't uh, pick up the phone and demand that someone ban something. Or and and I think that you know, trying to read your mind, I'm like, I think that's the spot where, uh, where where the, where a, 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 not a disconnect because we're not but where we diverge where we diverge yeah. because of privilege because and I think this is ironic. It's like. Like, I'm kind of being told when people are talking about my privilege, I'm sort of being told that I'm in charge. I'm mm-hmm. sort of being told that it's my world and I kind of control it already. And, I, and I'm and i like Optimus Prime. I have to make different decisions than Bumblebee. And I have to make different decisions than, than uh, Wheeljack. Uh, Wheeljack is like, kind of like the mechanic of the Autobots. Um, <laughs> Thank you for dance-planning that. Uh, and in the uh, cartoon, he had kind of, a, kind of a, a, an Italian-descended uh, East Coast accent because he's a robot from outer space that works on cars. So he talks like... <laughs> Mario. He's he's from the the New Jersey of outer space. <laughs> and jazz, or yeah, it was yeah yeah it was fucking jazz. Jazz was Scatman Crothers because his name was Jazz. I remember Jazz, and that's unfortunate. But uh, <laughs> now through a modern lens, but hey, diversity. Um, yeah. Even among robots, who says robots are white? Um, who says Scatman Brothers is black if he's voicing a robot? Well, this is the next episode. Um, yes, this anyways. is the next episode because then we have to get into Long Dong. Dong. <laughs> we're going to get into that. So here I am, this Optimus Prime, like of the Autobots, which is our multicultural uh, society. I'm I'm I am in charge. I I have to make difficult decisions sometimes. I'm white. I'm Optimus White, and I I run I run everything, and I I it's, I have nothing but privilege that I can kind of like. I need to make I it, it's if I decide to be selfish even if I even if I simply make the non decision to kind of forget that there are different kinds of people in the world evil starts to happen even just through my neglect like let alone the idea that without my action things are going to be really hard to change right like that's the that's i'm not saying that's the case and i'm not even saying that's what people are saying i'm saying that's sort of the that's a that's a flavor of the conversation when i'm getting woke right like when i'm when i'm being when my power is being being truthed to i'm 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 like i'm i'm sort of like feel like i'm being told that that's what the case is and then simultaneously while i'm being told that's the case comes the 
equally valid things of like no one wants to hear your fucking point of view your your mansplaining your dansplaining your white splaining your your europe splaining your 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 optimist splaining to the autobots uh what needs to be done and how to do it and like and so i think I have no problem with any of it because I've been alienated my whole life and I'm, and I hate myself and I have always felt too lucky. And at the same time, I hate everyone for not appreciating my genius. I've never been, I'm so compatible with, with all of this (laughs) shit because of its contradictions. But, uh, I, 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 then I go, Oh, I can see why like a 90 IQ white guy would be blowing a fucking gasket. Like, like, because he's just, he doesn't know, what he's supposed to do. Well, also, he can't separate the difference between systemic privilege and, like, in a individual anecdotal privilege. Because, you know, it's like, if he's some dude who, like, comes from, like, a poor family and, like, just can't catch a fucking break, he's like, how dare you say that I have it better, easier than other people? Like, I fucking suffered and struggled. My whole life has been struggle. It's a tough thing to hear. Like, like not not, t- not as tough yeah. as... As, uh, <laughs> as experiencing racism. <laughs> oh, and just, just to get back to that divergence like uh, to, to complete that thought that is the, that that point of divergence is when the is when the let's call him the white dude like um he st- so you've just heard about a civil uh uh what if the confederacy won the civil war being greenland hbo is gonna think and that you get that far in the flow chart and the white guy i if he's me goes like Th- therefore in this syllogism uh there must be something uh more worth discussing here because i'm optimus prime and if i also say this show should not exist then i might kill a show on accident i i, I if i weigh in my god like i need to take my weighing in very seriously I'm Optimus Prime. Um, you have the privilege <laughs> of being like, I don't give a fuck if I'm white or wrong. I'm uh, <laughs> there. It is. I, I'm like. I'm like. You know. Like. 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 You. And. And. I, and, I, and I'm not being sarcastic about this. Like. It, like. Like. It. 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 Like. You do have that. Like we. we you. You do get to. You should get to be like. Fuck you! I don't want to hear your fucking <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Because it's you know what it is. It's hard for for you, and by you I mean white dudes, to hear like fuck you. I don't care about your opinion because the world cares about your opinion. This whole country is built on your opinion, you know. And it's very hard to be told like for the first time, you know, when you're not used to it. Like your opinion doesn't matter. This is not a conversation you're allowed to be a part of. You know, it's hard to be excluded in a in a world where the world was made for you uh-huh you see i think mm-hmm. this is like a light bulb moment yeah because because, if because you- what i'm hearing is like oh yeah because because well what i was about to respond with is well, yeah well, what about all the white people that didn't create the, a show about confederacy uh, uh reigning uh do, do don't you don't you realize that we we what? have to either approve or disapprove of this show because if we approve of it, it happens, and if we disapprove of it, it doesn't. I think is the unspoken maybe assumption, and that maybe the light bulb that for me is like, oh no no no, maybe it's maybe it has nothing to do with you. Maybe two people who look like you and who are and who also work in television are having this difficulty and are 
and their production office is being swarmed with picketers and maybe you don't need to pull out a bullhorn from the back of the crowd and go attention everybody i'm also white but not in that building and i have a few things to say about this as well uh me yeah you know, it's like that, that that what you just said that was like aha i was like maybe maybe you're not invited to the conversation yeah like you don't have a seat at every single table and that's the mistake because the conversation is whether or not something's racist and you're white yeah exactly (laughs) i mean like kumail nanjiani said on my podcast once like i i don't know i was in some like self-loathing like tailspin and i was like i don't know kumail like do you think i'm racist and kumail said if it's up to me (laughs) you're not racist but it's not up to me. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, that's awesome. I'm going to work on my Kumail impression. And, uh, uh, and here we are today with this perf- pitch perfect Kumail impression. But it's not up to him and it's also not up to me and it's yeah. not up to any one individual and yeah. it's also not up to really any one demographic. It's certainly not up to white people and it's not up to any white individual and it's not actually, It's yeah, it's not, it, 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 there may be an anxiety here that like, it, it's, it's, you know, Maybe maybe part of the, the the problem that we're having, the breakdown we're having, is that just it is like I, I think maybe 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 people of color and white people both need to realize how much fucking unspoken uh, assumption like white people have that they're word means more that they're that they're that they're a majority that they're well white people act like being called racist is worse than being a victim of racism well yeah we because we don't there's no honky means nothing it's like a joke like like uh, that that was a i always yeah. uh, there was this uh a bartender at the drawing room who, who passed away mario god bless you wherever you are uh who who told me this joke of like yeah you can you can call a white guy a cracker. You can call him honky, peckerwood. He won't get offended. Just don't call him racist. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I mangled his joke, but it was, it, it was, I, I laughed because it was so fucking true. It was like, if somebody calls me racist, oh my God, those fighting words, you piece of shit, you fucking minority piece of shit. <laughs> I'm going to take my white fists and pound you in the face. Don't you ever call me racist, you worthless garbage. I was born to lead this planet. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah, well, that, I'm, I'm a little more comfortable now because I felt like it was like, it was kind of like a therapy session where I'm like, I mean, you, you, you are you seeing now that, yeah, you put. You know, you're gonna laugh because you're like, am I seeing it? I've said that what everyone but you sees that that I was like, I, I have like this anxiety about like running the world <laughs> that I didn't even realize I have. Like, 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 where I'm like, well, wait a minute, hold on now, Starscream, uh, <laughs> uh, Missile Nugget. Uh, 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 he's a Decepticon, Starscream. I, I know I fucked that up. I don't want your shitty emails. No, but it, it may, this metaphor makes sense because I'm Starscream because you see me as the enemy. I get it. No, not true. That, well, that's no. When we're having conversations about about race and privilege and all this stuff, I think that's part of the argument is that no, it's not about Decepticons versus Autobots. It's the, it's the, it's 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 all about this like interdepartmental uh, Autobot meeting and 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 the, these different shaped and colored. Robots. 
robots are saying to the big red truck that's in charge of everything. How could I, you know, I gesticulate with my hands a lot, and whenever I do, you're always looking. You, you're, are you worried that I'm going to like throw something at you? Or no, because I I look at it because there's movement. Oh, but, you know? but that makes me feel like I like I'm like you poor thing. Like I, <laughs> you don't want to be in a conversation with me. My hands are never going to stop moving, and they will never be important. <laughs> I'm just constantly groping and and grabbing at the air and like what. Well, you know, like if somebody points to something, you naturally are going to look at, at at it, and so it's it's that movement that makes me pay attention to it. I wonder what I wonder if I look at people's hands when they're. I just look at any movement, you know. I don't. <laughs> are you testing this? Theory? Yeah, he's he's shaking his hand, <laughs> but only in one spot. <laughs> and she and she knows that it, that yeah. So it's probably not. You're not a cat, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we've established I'm not a cat. All right. Well, all right. So, yeah, no, that was good, though. I feel like we kind of, I, that was, that, that's what I want to do all the time is kind of resolve shit. But I also don't want listeners to be like, what fucking resolved it? No, she's wrong. He's wrong. Whatever. Like, no, we're not. I just, look, this is about. This is about understanding. I like when we had that conversation. I kind of walked away from it going like, yeah, you know what? Not my problem. <laughs> not my fucking problem. And not Max Landis's problem if fucking... <laughs> I mean, I knew that. I'm like, Max, oh, why man. are you... Yeah, talk about somebody who doesn't understand they don't have... They're not invited to the conversation. Yeah. It just seems like... Well, it's hard because this, in this... We, we have a culture here. Where we're all invited to every fucking conversation. There's a goddamn comment section of every fucking thing. But that's different from actually you know the, what we're talking about which is where it's a, it's like it's like you're not in the role of referee you're, that's yeah. that's what not I mean, being some, in the conversation sometimes is. you should be in the audience only right so you can you can like yeah just like i don't know like you can just watch yeah like you're just it, it, you're not it's not it's not up to you it's that you're not you're <laughs> White white people aren't in charge of how racism works. <laughs> like they're they're. they're I mean, they kind bit. of are. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of completely are. Well, I also yeah. Well, I think that's like a whole. Uh, that might be a separate podcast, let alone a separate episode. But do you think? Do you? Do you, th- do you <laughs> think that, multiple podcasts, but all about race? I, I I used to believe in my heart. This is why I'm a race trader because I used to believe in my heart the most racist thing of all, which is that white people are just kind of inherently we kind of got it in our like that we're kind of good at it, like categorizing and looking. Oh, at, at being racist. Yeah, that we're just kind of we have a talent for it genetically. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true because you've had like you know thousands upon thousands of years of being able to perfect it. But my conversation with my black friend, <laughs> oh. uh, I just wanted on record that there's no proof that this black friend exists. <laughs> no, we can get, we'll get him on the phone. Brandon Johnson, ring a bell. <laughs> Mr. Goldenfold from Rick and Marty. We, he and I are always, you know, with like, we're, 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 we're the same age. And so like, you can't ever cite uh, a black friend if you employ them. Uh, well, he was my, he's, well, what if I tell you he's my employee because he's my friend? <laughs> he's all bummed out that he didn't, no, he also earned his job. Um, he's very good at Golden Fold. Everybody knows that. So, but, but, but like, no, we've been friends for a long time and I wouldn't say we're like chums that are like, we, we don't go hunting together, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, he doesn't come over and play video games with me. But, but at the same time, when we see each other, we're very happy and we, and we, we almost immediately start talking about race. And, uh, and I like to think it's mutual, <laughs> but, 
but I, I because I do have other uh, black friends that are clearly bummed out that I uh, <laughs> I always want to talk about. Race. Do you have other Asian friends? Uh, not. I mean, I don't want to offend any of them if I do, and I'm forgetting that they're Asian because that would be the ultimate irony. Because I because would be you don't racist. see color, yeah, and then I'd be offending oh, them. Oh boy. Hmm. So we'll figure it out later. Oh boy. But I doubt it. I just, that that smug little hmm. Is it? I don't trust them. I, I don't know if that's because <laughs> you, you you don't trust them around open containers of coke. <laughs> um. The the the. But he. I, I had a conversation with him a couple months ago. We were like at an airport. We were going to a Harmontown gig, and uh, and I fi- I finally fucking changed my mind like forty five degrees because I was like. I, I was like, do you, do, you, do you think all white people are racist? <laughs> do you think we're just kind of born that way? Do you think I was? I kind of confessed my theory to him. I was just like, I think that I think that honestly, it's just like we're fucking like genetically kind of like we're descended from some weird like breed of human like racism genesis seed that we're kind of like I because I, I and that's partly I talked to like this kind of kooky anthropology student at a party a, a million years ago and I, I while I recognized that their theory probably wasn't scientifically valid I thought it was an interesting model of thought which was the this I she was pitching this whole idea that like what we call white people are actually like this sort of drip pan of like that 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 that, that that all of the races that white people label races are like kind of the only reason they're identifiable to white people is because white people consider themselves the, the thing, the default. Uh, and, and, but the irony is that the reason we do is because <laughs> we're the descended from basically this like nomadic, like involuntarily nomadic kind of paleolithic tribe of, of white people who are basically like, it, we're we're like a mishmash of people that were kicked out of every race, kind of as like the cartoonish way of putting it. That that, but but I'm go I'm all over the place. Are but you like trying this, to say that you're like the Avengers of white people, of no, racist white people? No, it's more like we're like the uh, you make the cookies and then there's like the extra dough on the outside that's not shaped like a person, and then you take all that cookie dough and you throw it into a bowl, and then the that dough like like took the form of people and was like. We're the fucking masters <laughs> because look how much like a cookie person you look like. You're fucking it's so insanely specific. I could, like um, look at my beautiful like generic uh, <laughs> kind of features that are almost as if you combined all of them. I, but I don't buy it. But I don't buy it scientifically. But I just thought it was an interesting way of looking at it that we're that that what one one. But the, my, this was my lead up to say I've been walking around with this feeling, this like you know typical liberal. Uh, cucky beta self-loathing like progressive thought that like you know what white people are like they're born like they just got this gene in them that's like they're just they're just like good at recognizing categories of people and like immediately looking down on them or something that we have some kind of like weird ability. And I don't believe that anymore because Brandon's like smarter than me and is like more into history and has thought about this from his perspective and was like, no, he said, he said like, no, it's just, it's like, we don't understand that there was a, the, 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 there's times and places where like if you have an orange you're rich you know like in history because it's like orange trees don't grow somewhere like we don't realize as modern people that 
we're descended, all of us, from tribes of people who all had one thing in common, which is that life was fucking hard and it was food was scarce and resources just felt like like if you had a cup of water that was drinkable or you had a tree that grew fruit, like you had something that that could be taken from you and that or that you could give to someone else. And it's and it, and there's it's they, we're we are all the same and we have these cosmetic differences that are based on slight environmental uh, uh, deviations depending on where on the earth your ancestors are from. And but are there is no there is no propensity for 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 hatred there's no such thing there's no there's no there's nobody that's better or worse at that if you switched circumstances with the push of a button where chinese women had privilege you know yeah and that's what i'm working towards every single day of my life you'd be abusing it possibly oh i absolutely would be abusing it and so give me a break will you no you you'd be the first to the labor camps they would march you past me and be like this guy says he knows you and you can vouch for him and i'd stare at you look make direct eye contact and i go never seen this man in my life and i wouldn't i wouldn't even feel betrayed because i wouldn't know it was you <laughs> that's the best response i could have ever imagined like, that, that brunette lady was <laughs> such a meanie um the <laughs> Um, didn't we have that? Didn't we have that joke? Or was it was like I'm I'm in I'm in front of the firing squad, and uh, that after the the Asian women have taken over, and uh, I think just Chinese people have taken over, and uh, and it's like ready, aim, and then wait, no, and then you come running up, and you like do this big speech about how I I I you know you worked <laughs> or wait no like or that how I deserve a chance or something not specific, and then I and then I'm like thank you so much. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Dan. I didn't know you were a fan. Uh, I didn't know they got Rick and Morty in China. Um, uh, but uh, okay, wait. Where? Yeah, we're yeah. Well, let's, I mean, come on. Let's, uh, this is a f- fucking fascinating stratosphere that I've gotten into. So here's the thing. I'm starting to because I'm always wondering, like, why, why? Why would you bother to take the racist side if you're white? Um, they, the my racist brethren. Maybe all they're thinking is maybe they're actually like straight up like in tune with the 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 non-racist reality that all people are truly the same, and they're saying yeah. And if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd fucking you'd oppress me, and you'd like take all the food you could get, and you'd 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 you'd, you'd, you'd yeah. And and it's like we're being kind of cool about it, considering we won. Like like it's like simultaneously the most like kind of vile thing you could say but ironically the root of my progressiveness is actually more racist because i'm first and foremost thinking like man us white people we sure are good at being nazis i gotta (laughs) compensate for that and it's like wait so racist like like on so many levels and then the actual nazis are going or maybe not the actual nazis because they truly literally believe in a master race but but like the your average person who has like racist kind of policies is doing it because they're like hey this is a game of monopoly and like like chinese women are just as man they're gonna fucking take over if we turn our backs on them like 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 so like let's try to figure this out sure but i don't want to end up in a camp for white people those Chinese women are good. 
Well, I mean, the weird thing about this hypothetical is that it's you're, it's not taking into account whether or not the world that you're born into as a white person is the same world that we ha- inhabit now, which is a world that has a history of uh, white people being in power, of like colonialism and imperialism, and how the system is completely stacked for you and against everybody else. You know, because I think that that really shapes how you view the world and how you view yourself in relation to the world when you're born into a world like that, when you're born into the world um, where like everything invisibly is in your favor, like how does that shape you as a person as you move through this world? It makes you, it makes you pretty fat. I'll tell you that. (laughs) And uh, it should make you happy, but but it de- well, it definitely makes you more defensive when people point it out because yeah. then you're like, "How dare you? I did everything on my own." Yeah, I mean, because relative to you and your world, you did. Like, I, I just, sure I, anecdotally, yeah. you did. We've said that. We, yeah, we've, yeah, we've we've been on this. Like, yeah, my my fucking like, you know, like like I I sound like the world's snootiest uh, self righteous activist when I'm talking about the Yale guys and the Harvard guys and the, you know, that I, that I work with in network TV and I'm like, you fucking like, yeah. you know, I, I guess that's one issues. thing that white people and Chinese women can agree on, <laughs> which is that Harvard lampoon people are insufferable. Well, that's not, wait a minute. I, I didn't say that. And as Optimus Prime, if I say that it's true, no, I mean, I learned that I was wrong about that. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't resent uh, people that were, that, that got to go to, I mean, yeah, fucking the Simpsons is great because Sam Simon hired, har- a bunch of harvard lampoon people and like like they defined comedy and stuff i don't i don't i don't i don't think that everyone that went to an ivy league school is like a phony i think that also it's like no it's just a very specific type of humor and i feel like they i feel like a higher percentage of them seem to be the kind of people who like to smell their own farts well you know I mean, I mean, do a scientific study and prove me wrong. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to betray my race that much. <laughs> I'll do it enough to get some points with <laughs> the public, but not enough to I'm not going to piss off the Illuminati. Um yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I just because I, I actually just feel bad about how much how frothing at the mouth I, I I was about Ivy League guys when I got out to L.A. and was like, you know. And I just think that I was like misguided. Like, it's just it's just dumb to categorize people. Like, like, like is the lesson that I need to learn. It's not the lesson that you need to learn. Like, yeah, because I still happily shit on Ivy League guys. Yeah, you, I, I, you, you're gonna survive better and and probably move the world more forward by learning to be more close-minded <laughs> and categorize people better because you can learn to be cautious of oh this category of person keeps saying this and doing that. And, and whereas if I keep doing that, I'm kind of holding the world back. I'm just running the clock until my people take over the world. I'm not, I, 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 I know this is whiting wongs and the implications that it's only race, but I just, I do like, uh, that is another thing, which is like thematically related, which is, my my girlfriend Cody was going down this rabbit hole on the internet of all these like different kinds of misogynists and like it seems like there's like a river underneath the uh, misogyny that really has to do with something kind of relatable to me which is the the fear of women and their power that they're that we that we are saying like that women to much to women's confusion 
uh, men uh, when they hate women are saying, uh, yeah, but like, I'm just a drone and you, and I don't, you know, like you're the meaning of life and like, that's not fair. Like you can destroy me with an eyebrow and a, and an invitation to your birthday party. And like, it's been that way since the beginning of time. And I'm just trying to take a little back and women are like, take what back you have everything. (laughs) But men are like almost biologically kind of like we're inheriting like this, like fear of women that it doesn't look well on our species because in our species, the men have taken over and are kind of like by brute force. And, and yet we have this like thing that goes back to insects or flowers where we're like women. Am I right? Like, like, like they fucking can't live with them. Can't live without them. You know, it's like, that's how we, it's like you get in a locker room and you objectify women and you feel better as a man. The unspoken subtext is, yeah, it's about time. Like these fucking goddesses and monsters, like they run, you know, they they control us. Well, the 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 subtext is an uh, again uh, entitlement because it's feeling that you are. I deserve to have a woman and I deserve to have a woman that I want, you know, and I should have her. I should have the woman, the kind of woman that I want. I mean, you can hear it like, like, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's not even oozing. It's like all it is in that guy's manifesto that he videotaped before he shot up the yeah. campus or whatever. Like, like he, it's like, he's not even, it's, it's not even buried under layers. He's yeah. It's, it's very it's, out of it's, the It's like open. a crazy opportunity to actually yeah. s- open the hood on, on misogyny and see where the air cleaner is and where the carburetor is because he's just plain and simple saying like, I work so hard <laughs> Yeah. to be fuckable and 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 these women won't fuck me and that's yeah. not fair yeah even though i'm clearly a creep and a misogynist shockingly women don't find that attractive about me and i'm fucking pissed yeah i mean i don't know we, we didn't have to go to the the gender place because it's like i i, I it, but i i i, I just been kind of fascinated with that lately obviously our country is going through a fucking yeah like, i mean we're i mean we should talk about it because you know that's the other category that i occupy i'm a wonderful twofer Okay. People who want to um, hire more diversity on their staff. I'm a twofer. That is true. So there you have it. I will say you were not hired for your race. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. We definitely wanted to fill that vagina quota. (laughs) No, we didn't. No, we weren't. We just got we just got more female uh, submissions. Just to make it clear to the. But here's the thing. I think that you do have to be honest about the fact that it does take more effort. If you want to hire more female writers, it does take extra effort because you have to tell the reps, the agents who submit people, you have to tell them like, I want female writers to be submitted because otherwise they look at Rick and Morty. First of all, they always front load with male writers unless they're like staffing a show like sex in the city. That's like, all women you know but like meaning like the cast is all women but you know for a show like rick and morty an agent is gonna be like oh i know i'm gonna submit a white dude who's a nerd like Mm -hmm. that's who is gonna get submitted and you have you as a showrunner have to say to them no i want you to submit women too or else they just won't do it because they're just trying to hedge their bets on who's most likely to get hired and you know like it's it's a disservice to women to say that like oh women just happen to be the women who were submitted just happen to be the best writers because the implication is that in previous seasons none of the women who were submitted were good and you're discounting whether or not even any women were even submitted at all 
you have to make an effort is what no, I'm I just saying. Thought we didn't, we didn't, I mean, we're talking about Rick and Morty. I, I, as far as I understand it, the, the objective truth is that there were little to zero, um, female written submissions for the first two seasons. First season, no one knew the show existed. Second season, there were, there were probably for, cause of what you're talking about front loading or just nobody thinking about it. Um, the momentum is just like, okay. And also tiny, tiny writing staff and, uh, and a bunch of friends that we could name off the top of our head that we, that, that we finally have a show we're hiring people on and, oh my God, we're going to go with this person first and guess what? They're a guy third season. And it's the thing that happened between the two seasons was like there, I think we talked about this on this podcast, but like the, it's, it's kind of an interesting story because someone brought it up in a LA times interview and Justin and I made some jokes. And then we, uh, you know, and said like, look, no, the truth is we didn't, uh, we don't get any submissions that, that, that are, that are female. And, um, and two things happened. One was a bunch of dudes tweeting me and saying that I'm part of the problem because I'm making jokes about it. And in the LA times, instead of solving the problem in the LA times, uh, <laughs> um, and, and the other thing that happened is a bunch of women got their scripts submitted to Rick and Morty. I don't know if it was their agents or if it was them saying to their agents, like, dude, look in the paper. They're saying, where are the women? And you don't, you, you didn't submit me last time. Submit me. Or was it agents going like, Oh, Fucking, hey, you want women? I got women. Hey, I, whatever the case, all of a sudden change happened at the at the at the place in the pipeline where like the least amount of change can accomplish the most, which is submission, agencies, representation, um, and, and and now all of a sudden we had, I believe, a shit ton of of representation gender wise in our submissions and. Um, and we and and truthfully, it sounds like something I'm making up to sound like we're impressive and but, but like we we really went with the people that we wanted the most, and they were women, and we ended up with an accidentally balanced um room, yeah, I just think it's important to specify that like that that doesn't mean that the first two seasons an equal amount of women submitted and they just weren't good enough right that it's that people like i mean this is something that people outside of the industry don't even think don't even think don't ever even know to think about and people inside of the industry don't think about very much unless they're women which is that like you don't realize that there are levels of gatekeeping and agents are a level of gatekeeping and if the agents aren't submitting women to a certain job like Obviously, it's going to be harder and near impossible for women to be hired on that staff if they're not being submitted. And I just think that that's very important to uh, specify and say, tell people, because I don't think people think about stuff like that. But what do the people listening do as a result of that? I mean, I, I, I think that my responsibility is to say, as I, as I say to casting directors, if I'm making a show and it's live action... I now say to the casting director, I want to make sure we make a genuine effort to, for the, I want this, these are race neutral roles and I really want to see, I want to take that extra effort required to make sure we don't accidentally um, cast a bunch of white people. I say that out loud. 
and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I say, but seriously, and I say it again, and it's because it's casting, it's the, there's this momentum within the industry. And, and, and so then, and then we, we do it. We make an effort. Cause you, yeah, and I think that that's one of the, it's evident in like a community because community have one of the most diverse, like, uh, main casts ever, you know, right? And you're watching me learn to do it there, along with the Russo brothers, like as we go, like, and and Russ Krasnoff was like, he was he was very helpful, like, you know, we all we all kind of collaborated on that goal. These four white guys, like, going like, how do we make sure this happens? And then we we figured out a system, and 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 did it. And now the new way is, yeah, it's 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 just you just have that conversation at the top of your show. The the, and and so with writers, especially in animation, where the casting isn't really that is less of an issue. It's a different different um, ball of wax. The I I do I, this is something I haven't done. I don't think is say to the agencies, make sure you send me women and try to send me an equal amount of both. But like, just send me your best people. But like next, so now we we get to this divergent flowchart thing. So a, a a man is listening to this, and he's a he's a broke writer, and he's hearing me say, "So you're saying that you have the best show on TV that everyone wants to write for, <laughs> and because you're woke and a cuck and a libtard, you um you're you're telling CAA to um uh, uh send." to 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 uh, uh mitigate their normal function of sending the best writers with this agenda of making sure half of the scripts are written by women. Yes, but that agent when at CAA when told send me the best writers for this show what who is what is the image that they're going to conjure right they're not going to conjure me a fucking asian woman right. you know they're going to think okay this is a show created by two white dudes who love like nerdy shit um i'm gonna pick all of my clients who are white dudes into nerdy shit because that's who these two guys are going to be respond to yeah and i would say to that guy who's listening and thinking that like i was you when i was 24 and here's some things i've learned everyone's a hack like there are so few talented writers um and a lot of them are women and they are harder to find and harder to get submitted unless you be, because of what Jessica just said but also just more in general like it's a fucking crapshoot with all writers no matter how good their script might even appear to be or how good they are in a meeting and so you may as well find out like who's talented and who's not by hiring them like that's where I, I diverge even with all of my colleagues, no matter how racist, misogynist or whatever they are. Like I, because I'm just like, I'm so high and mighty that I'm just like, fucking writers suck. All of them suck. They all turn out to suck. Like, I don't care where you went to college or what your writing credits are. Your script is fake. Like you, 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 you that's not your real modern family script. You fi- the fucking staff wrote it for you and you're, you're using it as your writing sample and you're, you're a fucking liar and, um, and et cetera, et cetera. Or your spec's really good, but it took you nine months to write and, and, and you crack under pressure. Or you, 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 you've got your friends to punch up your job. 
jokes. Like you can't tell from writing samples and you can't tell from sitting down with people. So that's where like my narcissism, like, like is, is makes it easier for me to be progressive. Cause I'm like, who fucking cares? Might as well make them half women. I like for all the fucking change it's going to make in my ability to get a good show done. Um, I, I, that's that, that's the God's honest truth in my, in my, in my heart. Um, and, and, and yeah, I, 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 it's not, if there, if there were three good writers that were all looking for work who were fucking demonstrably great at what they did, like that it's, it, it would be, it would, it would be because it was some kind of fucking crazy high tide miracle of timing. There's, there's no, it's like, like there's, nobody's getting bumped off of the list because of a quota is, is my headline of that. Like the list isn't long enough for making sure representation is, is part of it to actually eliminate anyone that would otherwise have made your show good. Yeah. You're not going to not hire someone for the sake of diversity. Yeah. I, I, I would, yeah, I would never do that. Like I'm kind of dreading season four of Rick and Morty's process because we didn't go out of our way to have a gender balanced writer's room and we shouldn't go out of our way to do it for season four. And we may not, I mean, I think you should make an effort. We should make an effort. You should make an effort to be like, I want to see submissions by women and, you know, like pe- people of color and like LGBT people. Like, I want you to submit people like that and then you can judge after that. But I think it is important for you to tell reps, like, I want you to not just send me white guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah, we definitely we will be saying that but then but then i'm the reason i'm dreading it is because i know like like i'm not gonna if it comes down to that choice then i then i think that's what the guy that's listening to this is worried about like when it comes down to some choice between talent and um fulfilling some quota yeah but the um, one the point i'm trying to make is they're not mutually exclusive it's about access and opportunity you know because it's like if you look like my original spec is about a chinese family that run like a uh, a real estate office like somebody who read that would never think like oh let's submit that girl for let's you know let's submit that person using this script for rick and morty they wouldn't think that you know they wouldn't make that connection, but if mm-hmm. but if you'd said no, I want to, I want you to make an effort to submit peop- women and people of color, then maybe they would think they they might think like you know what, like I didn't think of this person initially, but like I think th- I even though her the subject matter she covers isn't the same, but the humor like works, you know? Yeah, because like when I met you, like I feel like you and I like kind of like jived on like humor like right away but like i don't know if i don't know if if you just look at like on paper like what like the subject matter that i chose to write about like if somebody would have to make that anything you wrote (laughs) i didn't i could tell i justin did and uh other and probably ridley did or something yeah well yeah i told those guys i was like i'm not reading shit because I, my accuracy at hiring good writers is has is fifty fifty. You may as well flip a coin, um, uh, and it and and w- whether I read their scripts or not. And I just thought, and, and Justin was going to have this retreat and have candidates show up. So I was like, I'll just meet the people. Like like I, I mean, that sounds like a. I always thought that sounded like a nightmare when I'd hear about those South Park retreats and stuff. And it's like, oh my god, as a human being that was like on that 
block getting judged or whatever, I'd be like, I would never survive and I would hate it and I would probably avoid it and all this stuff. But it's like, if we can really get away with that, then let's just do it. Yeah. And I did, it was, it was your dryness and your, uh, your, your, the, the way you spoke, like, like suggested to me, I was like, your, your sense of humor, your, your, the amount of funny things you said per minute in a conversation that I was like, this person's this person's on the top of my list because i don't really even care if they like if their script it it sucks because it doesn't really matter it's like we're going to be a room and we're going to be like talking about story points and like what things should happen that would be funnier than this or that and and this person is a person that is is going to be helpful to me and then if you recall that first night i got a fever and basically had a fever the entire retreat oh god i forgot about that yeah Yeah, it's a miracle that you that's how that's how that's how good i assumed you were i was so sure that i like made such a terrible impression because the first night i had this i came down with a fever and basically spent the next two days like in bed like shivering yeah, but that gave me permission. I was like, well, then I can play Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the name of the game here isn't uh, isn't uh, uh, impressing people with your song and dance, so I'll just go play Minecraft in my rented bedroom. Uh, all right, well, what? Uh, how long have right, we been so gabbing? I feel like, yeah, I feel like this This feels like a logical stopping point. Uh, yeah, so we, uh, yeah, we, well, I like that last week we said, let's talk about that Confederacy show, and we talked about it, and we hit a fucking thing where I was like, you know what? Oh, wait a minute. I again it wasn't a resolution but it was like in therapy when i just like like uh, there's a muscle i didn't know i had tensed up just like yeah, let's go yeah, and i'm yeah. like, like oh. we're gonna cover this next time yeah um but uh, this episode is special because after this we're gonna release it right we're gonna oh, release yeah. things yeah so yeah and i kind of do you have any feel, like i don't know it's not important that this show be like oh current right like we don't I mean, we're, we're smart to ban- banking stuff is the practical way to do this, but also just like all it's like, well, racism I'm, is always all Quran. I'm not, I'm not used to, I'm not used to this thing where it's like, we're talking to people that are hearing us three weeks from now. It just feels. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee racism will still be around three I weeks know, from now. I know, but what if, <laughs> <laughs> but what if it wasn't? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's like, well, what if this HBO show comes out and is fantastic? I don't, I, I what if, what if, uh, what if the, what if the Confederacy wins the, the, the Civil War too? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm worried about. It's just not my. It's not my usual style. I've never done this, so yeah. maybe I should just. do But it. I mean, we're. I mean, we're only banking three, and then we're going to release it. So it's not that behind. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. All right. Well, let me take one more crack at the uh, theme song. Okay. Um. I hope this conversation has inspired you for more lyrics. I think this was it. Whiting your wongs can be fun together. White man, Chinese woman, still birds of a feather. No color is so different that you should be racist. (laughs) We're talking about race from a screenwriting basis. Maybe maybe we'll pull that for now. (laughs) That one was really great. Uh, uh, Brought to you by MeUndies, I'm assuming. I don't know. (laughs) See you next time. All right, bye. It's a good show.